In today's episode, we are chatting all about pricing. Now, this can be one of those things that people can get all hung up about and get in our own head about. But today, I really want to talk to you about when you see the signs of why you should really raise your prices and a few tips and tricks on how you can do that without feeling uncomfortable and with really just that natural progression that you need in business in order to move forward and make the money that you deserve. So let's dive into this episode right now. Hey, hey there, you are listening to the Boss Motive Podcast, where I'm sharing all the tools, tips, and mindset tricks to build a successful business whilst living a life you love and avoiding the burnout. Ever wondered what it takes to live in a tropical paradise, run successful businesses, and work from home whilst raising kids? Well, listen up, friends, as I am sharing my story of how I've done this, along with interviews from other incredible entrepreneurs who are also living their best life. My name is Liz Morris, and this is the No BS Podcast, where I'm digging deep into what it actually takes to define your success and live a life you were put on this earth for. Haven't found your motive yet? Come in closer. We may just have the answer. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode. Thank you so much for having me in your ears once again. I hope you've had a beautiful week so far. It's starting to warm up here in sunny North Queensland, but it's still a little bit cold and I hope it is warm where you are and starting to see some more sunshine. I really love this time of year as it starts to warm up. All right. So today we are chatting all about pricing. Now, this can be such a big issue and I know it comes up a lot of the times for it has for me over the years, but I know it comes up a lot of the time for my clients. And even when I'm just chatting with people in general, this seems to be something that is just so hard as business owners to, you know, sit, get comfortable with and setting our own prices, especially when you first start out and you're going out on your own. Now, I know when it comes to having a product business, I found personally, it's a lot easier to set your prices because there are so many fixed expenses that you have to calculate for. So for example, if you purchase a product, you've got the cost of goods and you've got freight, then you know you've got to double that if you want to make a profit. And then if you want to wholesale, you double it again. So the formula for product businesses is quite easy. It's quite straightforward. So what I'm really talking to you about today is service business or coaching or online courses, those type of businesses where the costs are, once you've paid off the expenses, like say you've built a course on Kajabi and you've got that ongoing expense. Yes, you have to factor that in, but a lot of the time it is about our own hours for dollars that we have to calculate, which can make us feel really uncomfortable. And I know personally, this is definitely what I struggled with in my service-based business. The first thing that we find happens is that when we're starting out or when we are beginning in this journey, we pluck numbers out of this, out of the air, it seems. Most of the time we look at competitors in our area or in our field, and we basically just want to go a little bit less than them. That seems to be the way that most people calculate their expenses, which is not really a good idea. And yes, we've all done that the hard way if you've been in business for a long time. So, of course, you don't want to be doing that. And we don't just want to base it on an hourly rate either because when you've got your business, you've also got expenses. So, it's not like when you're in a corporate position or in a standard job that you can just, they give you an hourly rate 
you go in, you do those hours and you make that money. It's different when you've got your own business, of course, because you've got expenses that you may not have ever had before, such as websites, personal development, you know, um, ongoing expenses such as even our cars, all that sort of stuff we have to calculate for now that we're self-employed. So it's got to be different than just plucking an hourly rate out and hoping for the best. There's also a lot of hidden time that goes into business that we can't calculate for and charge our client directly that if we don't calculate for ourselves, we're not going to be able to make up that money. So, for example, as a photographer, when I was working as a photographer, I had maybe one or two hours with my client face-to-face taking the photos. But all of those hours I spent in the admin, so when I was first getting the client in the doors, you know, sending them contracts, then all the marketing that I needed to do, and then all the aftercare, so the editing, organizing their products, purchasing, all that sort of stuff. There was hours and hours of work, but the client only saw that first one hour that they spent with me. And therefore, if I didn't calculate all of that in terms of my hourly rate and the way that I needed to make money, I would just have gone broke. So that's sort of just my little bit of a tangent about that and how you can process that. And that's definitely something I work with with my clients one-on-one is how we get your pricing correct. But in this episode, I really want to talk to you about the signs that come up that make you realize that you need to raise your prices. And the reason I'm talking about this today is because sometimes we can let it go too long. We can let it go way too long before we decide, yep, our prices need to go up. As I said, with product businesses, it's really straightforward. We're so controlled with with external factors. So when my freight goes up, I have to pass that that cost on. When my cost of goods go up, I have to pass that on. But in our service business or coaching business, it gets to the point where sometimes, especially as ladies, we get burnt out before we realize we have to raise our prices. So just a couple of ways to identify when it's time to raise your prices. And I hope you don't get to this point. I hope you realize that you are valuable and that your prices should really be a lot higher than probably what you expect. But you should really be making good income for what you are doing because you absolutely deserve it. I'll say that first up. You absolutely deserve to be paid what you're worth. So the reason, the way that I look at it, and I've just got three quick tips for you today, is if you are working more than 40 hours a week. Now, this is a big one because, and I'm just, you know, some people say, oh, but when you're first in that startup phase, you've got to put in the extra hours and, you know, you've got to work extra, extra hard. All right, well, calculate how much money you're making. If you're making, if you're working more than 40 hours a week, are you earning double what you are earning in your job? If you had a job that you were working no more than 40 hours a week and you're doing more than that now, are you making more than when you were doing that? This is a really good indication that you're probably not making enough money. If you have to work more than 40 hours a week or in my opinion, if you're working more than 25 hours a week, because that's, you know, I love the 25 hour rule and I definitely don't work more than that in my own businesses. But if 40 hours, if you use that as a benchmark and you're doing more than that, 
This is when it can start to impact your life. This is when you're no longer spending time with your family and friends because you're exhausted. You know, this is when you're not having that freedom lifestyle. You're actually letting your business drive you. So really think about the hours you're working. And I'm even talking about, you know, at night when you're Googling on on your phone or you're on Instagram and Facebook, to me, that is work hours. To me, that is actually you know, thinking about your business. And I believe that if you're doing more hours than 40, that something is wrong and you're not earning enough money. So you're not charging the right amount. If you have to work more than that, I personally think that you are not making enough money, regardless of how much money you are making. If it's more than 40 hours, it's definitely not enough. Okay. So number two is if people don't ever say no to your prices. Now, this is a funny one because if, if you get no rejections, and I know that we hate getting rejections, but if nobody ever says no to you or says, I have to think about it, or, oh, I need to save for that, or, oh, I'm not quite ready. Sometimes this can be an indication that you're just too cheap. It can mean that people think you're an absolute bargain. Now, don't get me wrong, it's great to get a bargain, but I know that this happens a lot. You can also get caught up in the fact that if someone keeps saying, if nobody ever says no to you and they're always throwing money at you, you end up taking on so many more clients. And this is what we lead to down the rabbit hole. So if you're too cheap, everybody says yes to you and you keep jamming in more clients, then you end up working that extra 40 hours because it's just, you've got so much on your plate, something ends up having to give. So this is a really good indicator that your prices are too low. If if nobody ever says no to you, if nobody ever has to think about it, and yes, you're, yes, you're amazing, and yes, you don't want people saying no to you, but it can be a really good sign that you're just a bit too cheap and that perhaps you should raise your prices. And number three is that you are becoming resentful of your clients and the work. Now, this is massive, and this is something that you really have to look inwards for to decide if you're getting you know, are you resenting them? Are you starting to think, have that dread when, you know, the phone rings or somebody emails you and you're thinking, oh God, I just can't deal with another person today. I just can't, I don't want to talk to that person. Now this happens a lot in service business if you are too cheap. And I know this hands down, we've had multiple service businesses, um, myself and my husband, and every time we have cheap clients, the ones that don't want to pay anything, they become hard work. They are the ones that want everything for nothing. They are the people that shop at the bargain bins and still complain that something is not right. And this is a really good sign for you to raise your prices if you have this kind of client. If you have somebody who is always niggling and people are just like, they want everything for nothing, they're contacting you all the time and they're making your life hell, (laughs) this is when you know that you're definitely too cheap. Because believe it or not, and sometimes it's a learnt lesson that we have to go through, but the better the client, the more money they pay or the more money they pay, the better the client. And This has been my experience. Every single person I speak to that has upped their prices to this point where they have to get uncomfortable, they end up with 
really, really great clients. Now, I know personally with my photography studio, when I went premium, when I went to a boutique level, my clients became incredible. They ended up being lifelong clients. They loved the work. They were paying way more than I ever thought I could earn in my photography studio, but they were also amazing clients. And they never asked for anything. They were never never had that whole mindset where they had to they wanted everything for nothing. So if you are charging the right amount and you are upping your price, you're going to get better clients. There is a rule that we we have learned a long time ago and it was said to us at a, a really big conference, myself and my husband, and it's something that we've always kept in mind and we often say it to people and I always tell my coaching clients this as well. If you increase your products by, if you increase your offers by 10%, so increase your prices by 10% and you lose 10% of your clients, you are still going to be much better off. So you are still going to earn more money than you did before because the clientele is much better, but also you will raise your prices and you will make more money. So think about that now. What is actually holding you back from raising your prices? So they're the three reasons that, you know, just a few reasons. I mean, there's heaps more, but if you're working more than 40 hours, if people don't ever say no to you, or if you have become resentful of your clients and the work that you're doing, they're pretty good signs that you're ready to raise your prices. But you might be wondering how. Hey, Kate, Liz, that's great. I know I need to raise my prices, but how? And the first thing I like to say to people is to get comfortable with it. Money is just an exchange of energy. It's literally like this thing that exists that it is an energy exchange in the universe. So you get out, you what you put out is what you get back. So if you are feeling uncomfortable about money, this is definitely like all these money blocks come up. I don't deserve it. Um, I'm not worth that much. You have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. It's just something that you have to do to start with. So how can you get through this? What a really great way to do that. And I mean, there's lots of things you can do. And inside both my programs, we do talk about money blocks and I talk about programming our pricing and programming as well. But just briefly today is unpack what is actually keeping you stuck. Is it the fact that you don't think you deserve it? Is it the fact that you think your products and services aren't worth that? Like really, are you comparing yourself with somebody else on the internet? That's a huge one. These can bring up all the money blocks. So say, for example, you decide you want to, you've gone through the, um, the process and you've said, right, I need to raise my prices. I'm overworked. I'm burnt out. And I know I need to raise my prices, but something is keeping you stuck. You're thinking, oh gosh, I'm not going to get any clients. It's going to be, you know, it's never going to happen. This is something you have to get comfortable with. So work out what is actually going on. Why do you think that you can't raise your prices? Is it because somebody on the internet is charging less than you or they're charging about the same as you and you think you're going to go higher than them and you're looking at them like, oh gosh, they've got 35,000 followers and they seem so much more popular. They've been in the industry for so long, you know, all this talk that you're putting yourself down or you're stopping this growth, you need to unpack that. So perhaps you can journal on this. This is a great way that I do it. 
And that is to write down what is keeping me stuck? What is actually making me feel uncomfortable about raising my prices? Is it the fear that people aren't going to pay my prices? Is it because I don't think I'm worthy? Once you get really clear on why you can't raise your prices, then you need to counteract that. So write in another column next to it or journal this out as well. Write the opposite to what you've just written. People won't pay my prices. I want you to write down, people pay $5,000 for a handbag. There will be people that will pay my prices. <laughs> you know, you need to really think logically about this because as I said, money is just an exchange of energy. And the more you focus on the negative and the more you focus that people aren't going to pay the prices that you want and that you deserve, this is when you're going to, you're not going to attract the right people. You're going to put that energy out into the world that I kind of want this money, but I'm not worthy. So you've got to get comfortable with it. You've got to stop thinking negative. You've got to just put your prices out there and then you need to sit, sit with them for a while, you know, say them out loud. Yes. At first you're going to get rejected. Absolutely. But then there you go. There's that there's that reason that you needed to put your prices up because you hadn't been rejected before. Of course, this is going to happen as you step out of one, one zone, one price point into a new price point, you're going to get uncomfortable. You're going to feel like this is never going to work. You're going to feel like, you know, um, you don't deserve it. You're going to feel like people are going to reject you 100%. But this is all part of the growth. This is what you have to go through in order to get to that next level. But what I found is if you start to think, why aren't they paying? And a lot of the time it's because your energy is not at that right frequency. So if you want to charge $1,000, you've got to put that energy, that $1,000 energy into your marketing, into the way that you're showing up, into the way that you're talking to people. And that is all that it is. It's energy. It's about putting yourself out there and offering them the value, showing them why they should be paying that thousand dollars when, you know, previously they only spent 300. What are you going to do to bring people up to that level? And it comes from you. It comes internally first. So you need to work out what's keeping you stuck and then you need to let that go. What are the blocks keeping you stuck? So, if it is, you know, that comparisonitis, well, you're going to have to suck it up and get over it and say to yourself, I am worthy. And you might have to say this every single day. You might have to stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself that you are worthy. Because what happens when you start, when you get over this and you start working towards that level, your frequency, your vibrations, your energy is going to start presenting at that level. And then also, you begin to give that value at that level. So when I went from doing mini shoots for hundred bucks to then charging well over a thousand dollars for a shoot, not only did my energy present better online, but my quality of work got better because I had space with every client. I had the, you know, I had the time to invest in good marketing. I had time to then design my content that really attracted those higher end people because I wasn't always chasing the dollar. So you need to be aware that when you up level your pricing, you also will naturally, if you let yourself, if you go through this block exercise and write it all down, you will naturally up level your value. You will up level your own service services and you will also up level your frequency and your energy. 
if you allow yourself to do that. And that is all that it is about raising your prices is to get yourself into that next energy level. Then, as I said, you will end up adding more value without you, without consciously being aware of it. By the time you realize, like, say you only have, you used to have to have 10 clients a week to service in order to get your $10,000 a month. Let's just keep it really simple. What if you only need two or three a week now? Do you know how much more impact you can have with those two or three people? Do you know how much more time you can spend with those two or three people? That value, that quality is going to up level as well. So it's this little cat and mouse game. You have to put the prices up, be uncomfortable, get it rejected a few times, then up level your frequency, up level your energy so that you attract the right people. You no longer become the chaser when your prices go higher. You become the light that attracts the client. So keep that in mind too. How can you up-level your frequency, up-level your energy, make yourself more attractive to that higher price point, and then your new clients will come in at that price point. So really consider why you're feeling like this. Why are you even listening to this episode? Obviously, if you've clicked on it, you're thinking that there's a reason you need to raise your prices. And that is perfectly fine. We're in business to make money and you definitely shouldn't be working so hard that you might as well go back and get a job. You know, that's just not the aim of the game. If you want to become a real entrepreneur and you want to have a business that's super successful, you need to start building in ways that you can make really, really good money. Now, you know, in all my in all my posts, all my content, everything I talk about, I talk about creating leveraged income, which completely helps with this price point. So if you do have a service business and you feel like you've just reached the top of that income level and you feel like you can't push your prices anymore, and this does happen, this is something that can happen. You can get to a point where you outprice yourself and that's a whole nother issue. But, you know, small little incremental steps and then you see where you get to, that's fine. But perhaps it's time also to look at leverage income models. So maybe it's time if you feel like you've really reached that service level level where you can't get any higher um, for the work that you're doing and the hours you want to put in, this is when I encourage people to look at leveraged and passive income opportunities. So that might be, you know, build a digital product, an online course, or bringing it, bring in a physical product, something that you can make money off that doesn't require your hours, you know, trading that that time for money. But that's a whole nother episode. That's, that's what I do inside my coaching programs. And that is what I do inside my online courses. So I've got the Pivot to Success and the Boss Bootcamp. And I've got the Boss Course Creator. But mostly like where my heart is at is one-on-one coaching. And I've opened the doors for the group coaching program as well. So there's lots of ways that you can work with me in terms of doing things like this, like this is what I'm super passionate about is making sure that yes, you have a business. Absolutely. That's what you want. But if you've started a business and it's not feeling right, this is where I love to step in. This is where I love to help you unpack what is going on and work out how you can build, not only raise your prices to a point where you're comfortable, so you need less clients, but how can you build in leveraged income? How can you build in passive income streams that are going to support your business? So you actually don't need as many clients to make that income, that monthly income. Okay. I think that was a long one. My mouth is nice and dry. So I feel like I've been preaching about this, but it's so important. I hate when I see people and 
you know, at the end of the day, if they are not earning their money, if you're not having a successful business, if you're not making good money, you're just going to pack it in. You're just going to give up and go away. If the expenses, you know, if you feel like you've been paying out for years and years, all this, um, all this training, coaching, clients, but you're not seeing a return, it's time, it's time to make some changes. So really unpack that, journal it out. As I said, what's keeping you stuck at those price points? What's really holding you back? And how can you let it go? How can you put your prices up and then let go of that negative energy and really work in that new frequency and that positive energy and, you know, providing that that next level. Okay, friends, I hope that was helpful. Please reach out to me over at Instagram at bossmotive underscore liz.morris. I would love to chat this out with you. If you need help with this, please reach out. I would really like to talk to you about this as well. Have a beautiful day and I will be back again really soon. Take care. Well, thank you again for listening to yet another episode of the Boss Motive Podcast. I hope these episodes are really helping you towards building a successful business and a life that you love. If you enjoyed this episode, please jump over and leave me a review because that is going to help me get these episodes out to more people. And of course, I love to see you on Instagram. So please tag me at Boss Motive and let me know if these episodes are resonating with you or if there's something that you would love to hear. I look forward to being back in your ear again next week. Thanks again.